morning, officer. Maybe this is the pot calling the kettle black. This guy thinks he's a genius and he's a moron. <laughs> Good news, everyone. Y2K! Y2K! Oh no! Think of like the dumbest cave troll that you know. You looked right at me when you said that. You're not the dumbest. Here are the facts as I see them. And we're here and we're rocking and we don't stop. No, it's not 1980s. It is 2023. Welcome, everybody. Bandit Radio Hour, all that good horse shit. Uh, how are we doing tonight, Merce? About the same. That's in a watermelon field and back behind a microphone and computer. That has been the same the past four shows, I think. But what you're done? For... I'm not lying. No, 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 you're not. You're you're actually done for a couple it's weeks. It's like just Groundhog Day. <laughs> over and over. But no, you actually like got some sweet release of it today, right? You got to go home early. And... Yeah, we got finished all through the main stuff, and um, like I said, because they still can't find help. But got them like through all the planting, and now I just got to go like beginning of every week and just help them spray a day or day or two a week. So not bad. Work on stuff around here. Get ready for law school. Yeah, base. Well, yeah, one more one more flying season or one more flying corn run, and then reading. Not <laughs> and not fun reading. No legal reading. The like, dude. I'm. I like to think of myself probably incorrectly as a pretty brain brainy guy when it comes to reading and figuring stuff out. Anytime I read anything from a lawyer, it makes me furious. I'm, well, it's because they have to use all the old writing, and it's just... Yeah, and I'm like, this is... It, it's... You know what? I like. I get slightly irritated like when I read something. Not in old English, but something from like the 1700s or early 1800s. A whole lot of dowels and chouts and a whole lot. Like, you know, but my brain's at least like, well, that's just the way it was then. I can accept that. I can move around. When it's modern day... People writing in legalese, I'm like, I want to murder you all for making this more complicated. Than oh, I've already had to do some, like, because they do, like, intro stuff. So I've already had to do some, like, here, read this case study. Read this outcome. Read how this law applies. And it's like, blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, ow. See, ow. Let me have to reread that sentence four times to figure out what, what you meant. I was the kind of guy in class, like, if it was a subject, I was mild, even mildly interested in some aspect of it. I could... Raise my hand if I got a question wrong. I wouldn't feel that bad about it. You know, I'm trying. I could wrap my head around some parts of it. When it got to certain classes where there was none of it I could appreciate, like I'll never forget in uh, college, I had music appreciation class, which I thought would be a slam dunk. But Some people make whole majors out of that, so. Dude, we had to start on like the history of music and write thesis and papers on how like Gregorian chant made us feel. And I'm a lyrics guy. I'm not a beat guy. Is that the one where it's like... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a whole, whole lot of that. And dude, I was, uh, that pissed me off so bad. I, I like, I was in the anxiety of like, I have to pretend to care. And even logically, I can pretend to care about something I don't really care about. Like if you told me to play devil's advocate, that's up. That's like easy for me to do. But you tell me like to pull emotions out of art. And I'm like, you go to hell, commie. I'm yeah. not, I'm not here for that. Uh, did you have to get one of those little recorders? Did you have to do that little, like, the little recorders, the little flutes? You're talking about the instrument. Yeah. You know, I did. I can't remember what grade, but I totally remember. Uh, I remember. I think that, but I guess that was like a, a, like, nationwide thing. I think everyone did it. Federally enforced education. Yeah, but you, I mean, you had to bring like $10 to class to, like, to buy a recorder, and I can tell you I only ever played more than three notes. I'm just trying to like picture me. Don't like, have to pay my taxes, but I'm trying to picture me describing that like a libertarian that had never heard of the concept. I'm just picturing like Nazi armed guards and little kids with flutes. Do 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 do. Just like play the flute. <laughs> and they, uh, cock the barrel. Uh, but no, don't even know how the hell we got there. Start with old timing <laughs> languages and law languages. And oh, then something yeah. with like. The... <clears throat> Pardon me. A little bit of cream in the coffee. Um. But no, like so taking whole courses on something that frustrates me like that, I can't begin to imagine your frustration with it. Yeah, it's it's not going to be fun, but I don't think anybody goes to law school and says it's fun. No, not at all. Um, I had to deal, like this week we've been trying to get to two things, because right now in Florida it's the dry season. Everything's drying up. So. Oh, it won't rain. No. Uh, we we got to keep an eye on the ponds, make sure they're not too dry. And if they are, we got to like get a, a excavator and dig them deeper. Um, so been doing that, checking out for the cows. Uh, 
But in the mornings, we get like a ton of fog. Like, it's been insane. Oh, it was so bad this morning trying to leave here. Me and Lily, my daughter pulling out on a... We call them highways, but they're not technically highways, as my baby mama from the city will often correct me. They're state roads, but they're... they're it's a highway. Then in our town, they're called highways. So like, me and her are, like, pulling out onto it, right, where my driveway ends. And uh, she's like, how can you tell it's clear, Daddy? I'm like, I can't. We're just kind of going with it. My exact words this morning when I got to the farm was like, I kind of just have to like cross my fingers and pulled out. Hope a car ain't coming right now because I can only see 20 feet and this measurement I'm getting right. Like it was bad. Uh, well, th- there's some bad accidents. It was like yeah. south of town oh, and different things I heard. There was one last night while I was going to sleep. Heard like four ambulances go by my house. I'm like, well, my kids here are in Michigan, so I'm fine. Oh, it's been terrible. Uh, but... So, no, so, like, with this precipit- this little bit of precipitation we got in the air, uh, my mom's bright idea, which we're, I'm trying to make the most out of it, is dragging the pastures, um, which, for those of you that probably most of y'all that don't know what the hell that is, which is fine, I'm going to explain it, you pretty much, like, get, it, you make a drag, and a drag, in essence, what it typically is, is a it's big... It's a show bu- in the keys. Now you can bring then- kids to it, yeah. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Uh, So, like, a drag's an implement you build. You typically custom build it, put it behind a tractor. It's a big, heavy bar with a bunch of old, crappy tires behind it. Yeah, idea some is, miscellaneous, whatever yeah. junk you got laying around. Heavy. heavy trash that you can... The idea is, that, uh, that is when you have a cow pasture that has too much cow crap in it, you hook this up to a tractor, drive the tractor back and forth in straight lines, like Mer said last episode, uh, until the pasture's done. You've spread the manure out everywhere, and when it rains or when there's some precipitation from, like, fog, it's like a little bit of a bonus fertilizer you're putting on the ground. Now, the cows are pissed off at you for the day because they're like, you just smeared shit all over this grass I was eating, you asshole. I'm like, oh, go to the next pasture. Um, But been doing that. Been trying to get a sprayer ready for uh, for spraying out herbicide and fertilizer and stuff like that on our pastures, uh, which is a big, like, a uh, 60-foot boom sprayer. Uh, but two of the tires, normally, it's one of those bubblegum operation things, like the tires slowly leak air, but it'd be like once every two weeks, we'd be like, oh, just got to remember, put air in those tires, and they'll keep up. Well, the past, like, eight months has been hell and chaos at the ranch, so I haven't had time to stop and think. So the rims just, like, dug through the rubber on the tire on this uh, sprayer, so I had to jack that big bastard up and swap them out. And Anyways, all of that was like the miscellaneous stuff. The one shitty thing about today, like I said, this is like an, trying to share this experience for folks that don't have it. Uh, going like you, the pasture I'm dragging, all the, most of the cows are out of it into a different pasture, but uh, there's one cow in a ditch just laying there. Uh, away from all the herd. And what does that usually mean, Merce? Uh, she's either like having a calf or... Something wrong. Some, yeah. Something wrong if she's not going with the rest of the herd. So like I pull up to her and she's like... It's not like a deep ditch. Like it's shin deep or something like that. And normally with our cows, they're not like cute, cuddly. You can pet them. Like you get close and they buck and run the other way. Uh, and she like tried getting up and cutting. I could tell she was an old cow. Uh Got a, ended up getting the tractor. She, she couldn't get up, and that's the thing. If they can't get up, they're going to die a slow death. But I'm like, hey, she can't get up right she now. It's a life alert. <laughs> yes. <laughs> life alert's a 22 mag. <laughs> uh, but uh, no. Uh, Lifeless alert. But this one, I was like, I'm going to try. Like, she doesn't. There's something about when an animal is, like, dying, and they've been there for days, and it's been bad. You know, they're, like, wide-eyed, like, the white in their eyes really big, their pupils small, they look, like, tight-skinned, they look like like something you expect. Like most people on the streets of California. Yes. Wow. And Philadelphia. Wow, from what we see in the pictures. Although, didn't you go to San Francisco? I've been to California. I watched a woman give herself a shower on the, the uh, in Hollywood, on the, the Hollywood Stars. That is like a super disgusting place. Like when they like you see like an actor get their hey, picture taken see, there. See, I think you told me about this, but I've forgotten. So what brought was it? The aviators? Con- I sw- yeah, it was like crop dusting convention, which 
is like, ha ha. Yeah, I know. That's great. It's, it's the Beverly Hillbillies of the yeah. air. Yeah. National they're, Aerial they're, Applicators Association. They are, walk around uh, farting on people. They are all literally the guy from Independence Day. D- Randy Quaid. Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, 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 I'm not even lying. It's, it's us. <laughs> <laughs> so, so y'all go to California. What the hell is that like? All like fish out of water. Hey, hey stupid question. Do y'all charter flights there, or do y'all? All... Oh no, we're letting somebody else fly us because the booze is usually flowing. We're we. Does that normally stop crop dusters? <laughs> Anyways, so we're all. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not just booze. No, for my speaking of my profession, though, we are actually very professional and not Ooh. like Ooh. the true Randy Queen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so, uh-huh. anyways. My biggest takeaway from California is that place has got to have the softest concrete of anywhere in the world because everybody's sleeping on it. <laughs> yeah, it's a wonderful bed. I mean, like... Five star in those. Yeah, like, there's... I literally saw, like, a, we were walking and we're, like, a sidewalk made, like, a 90-degree turn. I literally watched a guy walk off the end of it and then just fall down face first and just took a nap. Didn't move... I mean, actually, in hindsight, he might have been dead because then, like, we went and got food and we walked back out. Dude was still just right there. They're like being, laying out in the street or on the no, side? No, like it was like on the grass. Like the, the sidewalk just made like a turn and he just like walked off the end of it and just down. Face planted and said, yeah, all right, I'm good. Yeah, and there were people just sleeping everywhere. And then, like I said, the, the Hollywood stars or the Walk of Fame, they call it. All right. You know, I, it's like this. Yeah, no, there was a lady. She was using a scarf a, for, and a bottle of water and giving herself like a whore bath on sitting on the ground. For a frame of reference, that probably won't make sense to most of the folks out there. But for us locals, uh, you know the homeless village in town. Okay, yeah, that, that that's that's Hollywood. Uh, but how big? Okay, uh, here's my question: the place where I'm talking about, all of it, small the town. whole, the, no, everywhere. Okay, but the place I'm talking about, what? It's like uh, maybe a block, yeah. right? Like maybe a block of of homeless. It's like in our town. There's like the bunch of woods and jungle area looking stuff, and they made a little encampment in there. Which I'm like, hey, I mean, if there's not housing for them, I think it's kind of cool. They for the most part, banded together and like, hey, we're going to watch each other's back and help survive. And then some asshole there's goes like a, There's like a sign up too, you know, that says like the yeah. homeless. There's a guy who's trying to actually, and I, I really respect him and applaud him for doing this. He bought the land and he's going to try to build a bunch of small houses to like have homeless housing. I... I want this to be a good thing. Me too. I see I, it. I already know what you're thinking, and I'm kind of thinking like it's going to be nothing but a whore in drug houses, and like just it'll be like old Arcadia, yeah, <laughs> pioneer days. They're back, baby. So they're going to build it out of wood, and it's all going to burn down. I mean, maybe it wouldn't be too far. Hey, it wouldn't be the first time homeless person got caught on fire back there. There was you're some. Not- Wrong. There was some asshole like th- three or four years ago, literally like lit a homeless guy on fire back there in the woods. And did you see the execution? No, but I, I couldn't make myself watch it all the way. I wanted to because I, I paused it. I saw people freaking out on Twitter about something about an execution, and I was like, man, I don't like watching snuff films. I saw some as a kid on. Yeah, accidental I, purpose. Oh, I saw an accidentally purpose. Kid, I saw the guy getting beheaded. The, the one where your buddy's like, hey, want to watch this video? And you're like, sure, man. It's like, show somebody dying. It's like, Shh, whatever. I've shot a deer and then you see it and you're like, I'm never forgetting this as long as I live. I watched like, the first and second seven. I was just my like, innocence is over. I was just like, for my own peace of mind, I was like, I just paused and I couldn't finish it. But apparently, I'm assuming that you that whole video is there, but the guy's just standing behind a homeless guy sitting on the ground and he's just loading like a revolver. And like clicks it in and just point blank just executes the guy right on the street. Yeah. And somebody else's video. And so like everybody was like, well, why the guy not, with video not say or do anything? It's like, okay, because he's got a gun. You don't want to get shot. But like, so it was, I don't know. But it's just, St. Louis is wild. That was St. Louis? Yeah, that That's, was St. Louis. Oh, uh, dude. Like living, I've. I used to crop dust in Greenville, Illinois, which is like 45 minutes to an hour just outside of St. Louis. So I'd be in around that area a lot. And it is, it is bad. Dude, when you, like, there's a big part of me that really sympathizes with like blue-pilled people or people in the matrix or however you want to say it that believe everything they see. Their, their biggest concerns are what the real housewives are doing or what the ice road truckers are doing across America. That's not a popular show anymore, but some, whatever the modern version of that is, uh, 
I don't know, everything's kind of diverse now in that aspect of what the typical American dude watches. But anyways, for those that like grew up... <laughs> there's not even such thing as a typical American dude anymore, no, unfortunately. Not, uh, I don't know... Well, I mean, a dude's still a dude. A dude's but still... <laughs> math is what, math. What they... What they <laughs> <laughs> but, no, they... Uh, like, there's a part of me that, like, if you grew up in the suburbs or, God forbid, in a place like in the inner city of St. Louis where just a homeless guy can get executed, and I don't know, the TV says it's somebody's fault that I don't know and I've never met and no one's ever told me to think any differently, There, there's a big part of me that's like... Did you ever have a chance at having any other kind of belief that like to just accept this reality you're being told? And I mean, I could say the same with like country rednecks, you know, it's just the inverse of that. That's going to be my charity. Arm the homeless. Yeah, dude, just <laughs> give them, give them a way to defend themselves and it'll work out. So one's going to be shooting everybody he sees cause he's schizophrenic. We'll all have guns. <laughs> it'll, you know, uh, what, what was that wonderful picture I saw? I think it was on Facebook a while back, but it was a uh, gun safety class in uh, high school in 1953 or something like that. That's all these like 13 year olds or so with 22s. Like the the class was like, "Hey, come to class, get your 22, go to the shooting range, and we're going to show everyone how to." I I was born in the wrong time period. I'm glad I have internet. I was about to say there's there's benefits, but. Uh... I'd have been the town outcast. You know, we talked about like the poor hippies that probably did get experimented on by CIA. I think I'd have ended up as one of those, probably a draft. Yeah, you were like old man, crazy old man Jenkins down, like just yelling at the sky. Just happened to be right. You had like a you had like a little hand ham radio. You had to crank it up. Yep, yep. That that'd be that'd be pretty damn close to the point. You're staring at the TV static for messages. Yeah. Uh, Oh, how did we get on that? Talking about that cow that was dying. Yeah. Oh, so sorry about that. Big Ranny turnaround. But no, ba- the cow's not dead. Because uh, like like I said, it, that's how we got on it. I was describing how the cow looked and it reminded you of junkies in, in freaking California. Not like she didn't look bad. She just looked like she couldn't get up. So I actually like got a tractor and a snatch strap and pulled her out of the ditch and tried standing her up, but she wasn't having none of that. Like she was wiggling. Cow got but, stuck. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I tried like, I really tried being charitable. And I was like, I'm going to go get you some horse feed. And I'm going to go get a cooler and fill up the cooler with water. Because you probably haven't had water all day. And it's out in the bald sun. And, got, you know, help you out a little bit. And uh, brought her the feed. She didn't eat it. She kicked the water over and continued to lay there. And I just thought, all right, if you're there in the morning, I'm going to shoot you. Didn't want no handout. Nope. <laughs> I'll fight you. <laughs> You've poked me with needles, asshole. I remember you. Um, so, yeah, that's like been my... Uh, life here recently although <laughs> i will tell you i uh i had a really gay moment earlier uh, not i uh, you you decide Everyone i'm glad, home, I'm you glad you're across the table yeah uh no i was at well it didn't start off that way it, i was at home oh, it never starts off that way <laughs> <laughs> we're just having a good time wrestling around <laughs> <No>. <laughs> No, I'm at, I'm at home eating, eating dinner with my daughter, uh, and we're watching uh, Futurama, one of the greatest shows ever. And I kind of pick and choose which episodes we watch, so it's not Bender constantly talking about having a place with blackjack and hookers. And her going, what's blackjack? And me getting real detailed into the card game so she doesn't ask me what the hookers are. Uh, my little yeah. <laughs> divert her from that. Uh, but, uh, no, it's the one, I don't know if you remember the like awesome episode about his brother, uh, Yancey back in the past that was his seven leaf clover Well, the seven leaf clover. And the whole time, uh, uh Fry's like cussing him like, no, he stole my luck. And right. I, I want to fight him. And he's, like, I was supposed to go to Mars. And my daughter's even there watching, like going, he's got such a mean brother. What a mi- and then you get there and realize it's it's the brother's son and it's yeah. honor of Fry now. Dude, I got teary eyed. And like my daughter's like, that's so sweet. I'm like, sure is. <laughs> so yeah, very gay. Gay. You're very gay. Not based at all. Oh, but uh, the saddest one will still always be when his dog's waiting. I'm and not gonna I, I refuse to like watch that one again. I need to get it back on Malcolm in the Middle. Seymour. Yeah. Yep, that was it. Also, same name as Seymour Skinner. Steaming hand. <laughs> it was great. Um, so that was, I don't know, that's been all my recent 
crap. Um, on the other hand, horses are dicks. That was one one thing that happened recently. Well, I've always said that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're just like people. There's nice ones and bad ones. But no, they're cats. They're they're giant cats. You know, it wouldn't surprise me. Side side note, it would not surprise me. You know how like I've criticized the evolutionary theory and not like bashing it itself, but like it, the strict adherence to it that our secular society has. Oh, wow, that sounded nice. Uh, but that, and I was kind of playing with my ancient human theory, ancient advanced, which I advanced human theory, which I don't like fully believe. It's just like a real fun thought experiment. I was thinking like, man, we have dogs that are just like super close to us as animals. And horses that are like super close to us as animals. like like not evolutionary wise, but but you know domesticated wise, and uh, like a dog will literally like die for you. Like that's it's a wild thought in the animal kingdom. I'm like ancient humans created them, created them as like a lab rat, as like a human helper. I I'd believe that quicker than than they just what one animal was just like hello fellow meat eater I'm made of meat and you're made of meat but no we're just gonna start working together I'm gonna disobey my wolf brothers. Well, I mean, in the animal kingdom, coyotes and badgers work together. Shut up! <laughs> Stop ruining my conspiracy theories that are fun. And there's actually I was reading an article that dogs right, modern the- modern dogs have the ability to make facial expressions with their eyes. Oh, to yeah. be like more closer to humans where a wolf cannot. A wolf cannot make facial expressions and it's a way for them to bond with humans. I mean, we could have just captured puppies and then like trained them over generations to get them like more domesticated and used to people. But my idea and is now funner. we have the pug. <laughs> uh, Some bitch ran 100 miles an hour into a wall. Like for as smart as humans are, how are we so retarded? I think that in turn answers itself. Like, no, but like, like, okay, atom bombs, I get. I Like, they're bad. I mean, they could wipe out the earth, but like, there's part of me that's like, I mean, it's like the conclusion of making bigger and bigger booms. You make the biggest one. Yeah. Uh, like, that makes sense. Um, um, I, leaded and unleaded gasoline makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. They had found out leaded first and used it and realized lead. We still use nothing but leaded gasoline in airplanes. Just spraying it over people's houses. Yeah, I mean, we're not like actually up there, like flicking a switch and mm-hmm. doing it. But yeah, no, all, all airplane fuel is leaded. It's 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 called 100 low lead. You know, they tried to lower the lead, but it's still it's still got. It's is still that got. like how they change thick cut bacon? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's actually the old normal bacon. They yeah. just yeah 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 assholes. Um, it's all a lie. So there's not they're not contrails. That's. But it's it's lead. It's, it's lead. lead. <laughs> just, just a little bit of lead in there. Yeah, that's really crazy. <laughs> just lead. Just, just floating around out there. But keep worrying about the carbon. That's that's what we should look at. Uh, Speaking about a little bit of lead, Stan. Uh, so uh, there's a little bit of the news. Uh, South Park, which is seemingly making a comeback, uh, which I'm I'm very excited about because, damn South Park. I'd say, hands down, greatest animated show ever in my in my opinion at least I, I can't think of one better but man over the years and god bless them they had a hell of a run but it was i don't know my years might be off I, you, you remember the world of warcraft episode where they go in yeah and that, it was about that time where there first started being episodes where i was like i don't think i fully enjoy this one or get it it went from me loving every single episode yeah. from the bottom of my heart to that to about five years later. Which was then the irony because then it was like a couple years later. That's when they did the episode of where like everything shit. Everything sh- that all right. See that episode was brilliant. I it, think they were self aware. Yeah, that like they're running out of tricks and they're. It seemed like they fell out of form for a while. Although they they brought it up just briefly on Joe Rogan the other day. You remember the Kanye West episode with fish sticks? Like, it's in the middle of this era of them kind of falling down. They have gold mines, like when they kidnap Carlos Mencia, who's trying to... How don't you get it, man? (laughs) Please, please get the joke, man. That was so great. Kanye's still crazy, so... Or when they drink gluten and the guy's dick shoots (laughs) off like a rocket. Then then you drink it. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm not gonna lie. When the guy in Ohio, the mayor, drank the river water or whatever, sixty percent of me was like, I think his dick's gonna shoot off. But South Park until- I was waiting for something like that. And the other part of me was like that one hundred percent came out of a bottle before he got like somehow camera. he that's upstream of everything or something like that. That's uh, like out of like his little Culligan jug uh, in his office. We'll, we'll get to more Ohio in a second. Although the past episodes I've listened to, every time I say we're going to get to something in a second, I never talk about that shit again. So welcome to the ride, folks. Uh, but no, the South Park like it from the things I've heard. It seemed like even going into COVID from the little bit of their commercials I saw and a little bit of uh, summaries of it on the internet, I was, they were kind of letting me down like, damn, y'all are kind of falling for the narrative. But then they came out with the, what was it, the pandemic special what, when the Nazis were forcing kids to wear pajamas to school oh. or something like that. I can't, I can't remember what it was exactly titled. And I was like, all right, smells like y'all are coming back around. And Which is what the opposite of COVID lets you do. Oh no, I was fine. <laughs> oh, I couldn't smell. Oh, I never got the test because I just I couldn't smell or taste any or taste anything. I know this is popular to say, but like you know, it got I think it came on the scene big in like February of that year, but it was in like December, January, earlier than that. Me and my mom got real like really bad cold. I got super right. sick right around Chris just for Christmas. I wouldn't say I lost my taste, but it was definitely nerfed. Like it was like. Yeah, and then it was somewhere around there too. I lost no, mine was gone. And yeah. uh, but I was I was like I'm not getting the, I'm not getting the test because I don't want the government to use me as a statistic for their BS and keep. But uh, no, for like two weeks could taste nothing. I bought like Chinese food, tried like it all, and I think that was like the worst part was like food like was just I was just eating for survival at that uh, point. And uh, you didn't want to eat. Yeah, it was just yeah. like I'm hungry. Let me just like. That's bad. Um, but no, apparently South Park came out swinging against Prince and... I guess oh, yeah, not, they, they want their privacy. They do want their privacy. Uh, but uh, but my favorite thing about all that is when I do, like, my eyes catch, like, a commercial for it or something like that, and I see that they have flapping heads just like they did from the Canadians. Oh, to, Terrence and Philip to, to Saddam Hussein. Hey, guys! <laughs> da, da, da. Like, this is... Thank, thank y'all so much. You know, th- my kids are getting old enough... Where I can kind of show them like clip, that, like certain clips. <laughs> I showed my daughter Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh as her first introduction to South Park, and she was like, "What was wrong with y'all? What? Why is there poop on Christmas?" I still that have runs- the same reaction to him uh, to this day. It's still kind of like it's still icky. There's a part of me that's grown to love it. Like that was my first reaction to it when I was like. I think the first episode I saw was where they're like, uh, they're coming right for us, blah, 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 like shooting all of the the hunters are and shooting everything in sight from bullfrogs to friggin' dove. Um, But something I was wondering, with the next generation, you know, half of South Park is referencing a current event. Right. And we think it's funny because we remember going through that event. Like... uh, Alan Jackson singing 911 911 9/11, give me money 911 and now the kid people just go up and start giving him $20 my favorite token always gives a dollar to uh Medea <laughs> Tyler Perry <laughs> Dude they're great they're, my brother sent me the clip the other day where Butters goes to therapy and uh, they're like, don't worry, Mrs. Buttersworth or whatever his mom's name is. If we haven't found out what trauma, uh, uh, we'll discover what traumatically affect him. And as a machine starts lifting him up as a giant dildo <laughs> starts going that. I'm not going to describe the rest, but it's, uh, you know, woo, woo, woo. I remember seeing that as a kid and just finding it hilarious. Seeing it again as an adult, I was like, if that came out today, they would, I bet. I would bet, and I like conservatives would be like... South Park has solidified itself now where everybody just... It's, like, accepted because yeah. it's just South Park. They've won, They've like, won so many stuff. There's like, it's just South Park. South Park couldn't exist today because I don't think they ever would have been allowed to reach their, no. their status. They, they started at the prime time. What... Uh, Joe Rogan was saying, was it Joe Rogan or Ari Shafir? He said whenever he had a show on uh, Comedy Central, this is not happening. 
they would be like, well, you can do whatever you want as long as someone else has already done it on comedy. As long as there's precedent for it, you know, you can you can do it. And uh, he said like he would he he would watch Cartman. He'd be like, all right, I want to do th- like you know something about making fun of Jews and I'm a Jew. And they'd be like, no, 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 you can't do that. He's like, but Cartman did it. They go, not South Park. South Park's the except you can. Eh, Take precedence, except with South Park. Like, they're the golden rule. South Park literally just walks around with his wiener out. Just, like, just <laughs> suck it. <laughs> I love that in their video games to pick. And I've, not, I've, not, I've never been crazy about the South Park video games. But how the difficulty scaling is, is how much darker your skin gets. Oh. So, so easy difficulty is you're white. And the hardest difficulty is you're dark black. I think it says... <laughs> African black or something. And it's like, dude, as much as I hate, like, a lot of, for lack of a better term, and I, we really need a better one, but woke, I'm like, that's using it in a smart, funny way. Uh, that was that was hilarious. Uh, but And everyone in the game treats you differently. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I have, I could care less about the prince and the princess. You know, yeah. like, could be like American. You're like, yo, I haven't cared about them. 1776. Damn straight. But even just more of the drama and his book and everything else. However, I would read Wang. <laughs> that's, that's, that was the book they wrote on South Park. On I Oprah's saw that show. clip and when they pronounced it out, like I thought that was great. Here's my thing. It's not like I think the, I think the reason a lot of us on the fringes like taking a big old baseball bat to the royal family because I think like it symbolizes just this. It's like the epitome of celebrity worship that happens in a lot of different flavors, but that's the one that's like kind of entertainment weekly flavor. That's the pinnacle of that. But I mean, I feel like I could say the same about some of my manly relatives who are like freaking work in construction or work on linemen or contractors, stuff like that, who are like when they, they could say to hell with the king and queen. I'm not interested about any of that. But it's like, hey, how about that football game, man? It's like, did you hear about that quarterback from Ohio that traded his whole life and dream of being a dancer to come here and play football? And that, like, goes on a whole life story. I'm, I'm diehard Florida fan. Like, when, when like, the game's on, my life stops. I couldn't tell you half the players, half the backstory. I just want to see my orange and blue end zone. Yeah, and, like, that's – I guess I have a version of that when I, like, obsess over certain – Oh, this sounds gay. Philosophers or anything like that, but like, add. Hmm. I don't have a good point with any of that. Just an observation. We'll move on. (laughs) (laughs) Solid philosophy. Ran into a brick wall on that one, guys. Um, But besides that, uh, oh shit, that's right. Wrestler was arrested. Uh, what, what the hell's her name? I got, I tweeted it. I can't, I, I don't know wrestlers since Stone Cold Steve Austin. Woo! And the Undertaker might be my cousin, so my uncle says, but, but if you're listening, Undertaker, we could meet up. That'd be cool. I liked you when I was like 12. I feel like he's been told that so many times or had to have heard some similar stories at this point. I don't want to know the truth. I just want to keep believing that there's a big chance of it to be true. Just don't don't ruin my dreams. Like, wasn't there a movie like all the kids that thought Elvis could be their dad? <laughs> Dude, hang on. There's a lot of kids that Elvis could be their dad. No, there's and, a lot of kids that Elvis is their dad. And like Elvis might just be like 13 years older than them or something like that. Yeah. Like it's why it was the 60s. I mean, hey, whatever. Uh, bad now. Back then, man. Um. Something. I think it was still bad. I just think it was viewed differently. <laughs> you want to, All right. This story I don't think I've ever told you. Did I ever tell you about uh, going to the wrestling match as a youngin with my cousin and my uncle and my dad? No. So, all right. So, to put this in perspective, uh, until I was about 10 or 11 years old, like a lot of kids in the 90s, except your sheltered ass, wrestling was like my world. Like... These gladiators got in the arena every Monday and Thursday night and fought each other to a bloody pulp, and it was all 100% real, 100% of it. No one could tell me any different. And uh, <laughs> all right, talking about fighting my brothers the last episode, I'm sorry, one more quick one. Uh, for like my ninth birthday, there was a, a wrestling sect called the NWO, the New World Order. I don't know if you remember them. 
Um, no, I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling unless, like, parents weren't, like, in that part of the house. The or... Christian Wrestling Federation. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Like, I can remember, I, the I can... Tales <laughs> version of WWE. Dude, VeggieTales had some good, good quality shows. Damn, damn against the current title. Well, match. when it was compared to, like, Gerbert and all the other terrible things I had to watch. I liked classic Bible Mr. animated the donut, story. The Donut Man, the Bible things. I don't know what that was. It was rough. Okay. It was rough, but I I did I I was able to watch enough wrestling to just know who some of the people mm-hmm. were and like some here and there oh, type okay. things. But that'd be like mom was in the kitchen cooking, mm-hmm. or I was like left unattended with the TV for more than twenty minutes. Or you're with your cousins that brought it up too much. Yeah. Right? But no, I ordered a uh, Hulk Hogan NWO bandana, and uh, so you some... just had to shave your head and <laughs> and turn blonde and grow a mustache. Yes, that's it, and. uh I ordered that and one of their uh, wrestling belts, you know, like the championship belts they had, but it had a black spray paint, NWO across it, because they were like cool and edgy and 1990s and steroids, a lot of that. Uh, but anyways, as soon as it got in the mail, I, I put on the bandana, and God bless my brother Chris, the middle one, the Flash, goes, uh, he's like excited for me, we're having like a good time together, and he's like, Dude, how excited are you to be the champ? Like, he's playing along with it. Like, how excited are you to be the champion? I saw that belt in my hand. I just looked at him. I looked at that. And I just turned and for no reason in particular, smashed him in the face with it. <laughs> just I wanted it to be wrestling. And I there was a, a genuine thought there that wasn't bad that turned into bad action. I would strike you. Yeah. <laughs> dude, thing is, I think I, like, kicked his ass for all of, like, I don't remember it in detail. I think I kicked his ass for like 30 seconds, then he flipped it very quickly in my ass. God, he put me down. Well, yeah, because he was probably like, oh, yeah, I'm playing around. Oh, he's not. Ow! 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 <laughs> yeah, I think I knocked him down with like the first hit and got on top, but I'm not sure. That, that's hazy. Um, but I was going with that rant somewhere. Oh, yeah, Chick got arrested. Uh, no, so this is a, I, I haven't kept up with wrestling in, since I found out it was fake when Chris Jericho spit out that blood pe- tablet and I cried for a while aside from that this uh wwe superstar i don't know superstar that might be a loose word but she there was like an attempted kidnapping on her uh like two maybe two years ago three years ago and she ended up getting away from it i didn't really look into the details but it seems like she got away anyways there's a wrestling event uh in or near new jersey and that's where she was recently like like last today or last night and she got pulled over and arrested for having a firearm that was not registered in the state of New Jersey. Now, here's the thing about New Jersey laws. Even if you get your firearm uh, registered on, like, a federal basis, you still have to get it specially registered in New Jersey for it to count and not be against their law. That's how Illinois was. Which is insane. Yeah, we had a we had a mechanic come to fix one of the airplanes. Got arrested for a felony because he got stopped for a traffic stop. And he's like, you got any weapons? Like, yeah, I got a pencil, my pistol on my console. And he's from Arkansas. Like, nope. They threw him in jail for a felony on 4th of July weekend. He was there for three days till he could get out. Dude, that's... He had done ins- nothing wrong. He, like, missed the turn, and a cop pulled him over. He's like, what are you doing? Because he made, like, an, I guess yeah. maybe an illegal U-turn or something, and... Yep, they threw him in jail. Just being polite and honest with the officer, just doing as he said, and yeah, they ended up. I think he ended up like pleading it down to like a misdemeanor or something else, and they had to keep. They kept and disposed of the gun, and it wasn't anything fancy. It was just like a, just a, just a pistol. Now, if if you're the cop that I don't know, maybe there's like cops we don't know about that like actually, which I'd I'd love to believe that like don't enforce gun laws. I'd love to. I'm sure. I'm sure it's like most things you hear you, people are more vocal about the negative. But, I'm sure there are some. And actually with this latest gun law in Illinois, cause I've got friends that I'm friends with, you know, from right. working up there, they're sharing stuff. A lot of the sheriffs have come out and vocally said, we are not enforcing this. I've mandate. heard that. Some do with the AR 15s or so, something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're requiring you to <laughs> have to register them within two days or, or like two weeks. If you're not registered, then it's illegal. But I think it's also something where, if it's registered, they can like show up to check it or something, and the the cops are just like, yeah, no, like no. like enforce like other firearm laws or stuff. Like still, it was like this one is just a no. 
But here's my thing to the cops that subjectively draw a line somewhere and go, well, I won't enforce those laws, but I will enforce these. And to me, it's like, you know, I was talking to a buddy about this that's an ambulance driver, and uh, he's kind of a blue-pilled conservative, God, God bless him, but, you know, believes kind of mostly everything they're saying on Fox News outside of Tucker Carlson is they're trying to tell the truth and they just get it wrong sometimes. He's kind of one of them. But besides that, brilliant, really smart guy. A lot smarter than I am in a lot of cases. But uh, I brought it up to him. We're kind of having a talk about the duty of a peace officer, (laughs) police officer. (laughs) But about like what what their... uh, what their duty, what their sworn duty is. I can't think of another word. Now I'm just thinking about poop every time I say it, you asshole. Anyways, he said, uh, I said, like, dude, don't they have to, like, whenever they get the job, like, put their hand up in the air or put one hand and the other one on a Bible and say, I do solemnly swear to uphold and protect the Constitution of the United States. And he corrects me. He is. Well, yeah, not only do they, but even I, as an ambulance driver, had to, like, do that. Like, I'm like, all right. if It's like, this is the standard I hold not only cops to, but, like, presidents to. I could care less about your job. If you, as a human being, is going, like, I swear on my honor, I'm going to try to uphold this contract. If you're a security guard, and your contract is protecting GameStop at the mall, and you put your hand on a... Not even a Bible, just a Halo Three. Halo Three, and go. I swear to do solemnly protect this GameStop unless, like, I physically can't or some shit. I judge a person on like, how do you hold up to what you swore to? And all right, if you're swearing to a document like the Constitution, you had better understand this shit beyond an eleventh grade level. Like, which sadly none of them understand it. Not none. A great chunk of them don't understand it over a third grade level. Uh, but even the ones that do, that are like constant. A lot of them were lucky to graduate high school. Yeah, it it, and I'm just thinking about like good county cops, and they'll be like, "Well, you know, I won't enforce that uh, Illinois gun or New Jersey gun control law because that's against the Constitution." However, Reagan's federal ban on uh, assault ARs and uh, machine gun. What was it? The we talked about Brady Act. I'll uphold that one. I will. I will take my time once again to remind our listening audience: it is legal to own a cannon. Yeah, it has to be breech loaded. Like you have to load it from the front, but it is one hundred percent legal for you to own a cannon. Do with that information what you will. Great I'm shot. I'm advocating nothing but the fact that you can own a cannon. Canister shot. Ball shot. Your opinions. Mine is just that you can. Is a fact. That you can own a cannon. It's just handy. I saw a meme today about the different shots and wads of cannons, and I'm like, yeah, that's there's, cool. There's, there's no law saying yeah. you can't. I love uh, uh, something else I was thinking about randomly. The guy that thought up artillery, like, genius, that had to be a hard sell. So hear me out. No, it, no, it's just... Hear like, me out. Not <laughs> one cannon. Not five cannons. I know, like, we've got a little crazy and done, like, 20 cannons pointing in the one direction. No, 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 no. We're going to back these up, like, over the horizon, past where you can see, like, a hundred of them. And, and when the first one starts shooting, we're going to have them all go in a row, one after the other. And we should have it timed out that they, when the last guy gets done shooting, the first guy's done reloading and can shoot again. And we're just going to have them do that for, like, five weeks. You know, you know those people, you re- that guy you really don't like? How about you just take out his whole village yeah. from your village? <laughs> and what you do, your troops that you love and defend are going to be walking right behind the creeping artillery that you're going to keep moving forward. And hopefully nothing goes wrong where you shoot a little short one time. But, you know, that should only happen like once every 500 times. We're only going to do like 5,000 of these charges. Friendly fire is not very friendly. No, it's not. Ooh, hey, Conspiracy Corner with the Bandit. We haven't done one of these for a while. You remember that dude that it was like big or when we were younger, it was around, it was right after 9-11. He was an NFL player. Pat Tillman. You know who I'm talking yes. about? Yeah, okay, and he quit the NFL to go join the military to go fight for our freedom overseas and get them terrorists. His fate wasn't friendly. No. Uh, so, yeah, so it came back, like back then I think the story was he got killed while on mission or yeah. while like that's what they said, but they were very vague about it. And then later on, 
Like, it, I think it wasn't that long ago. It might have been just within the past couple of years. They they came out, they unclassified the native, like, oh, it was friendly fire. And it's like, ooh, that could have a lot of dark... Con- it could just be he accidentally got shot in the ass while he was looking the other I way. Think it was like a couple shots in the head is what they've released. Really? So, they're wondering if he didn't get along with people or I don't know, but I read some of the the stuff and it's pr- and I think the army or tried the military tried to hide it too and there's like a there's like a whole lot of stuff there. Dude, how many people have just been taken out? Well, I've heard, I've heard that people like Vietnam, you like you can read the documentaries like somebody didn't like them or something, they they just whack them in the dark or their COs that were or even like, you know, I I know I'm sure, I don't know. I'm certain I've talked about Terrence Yeeke on here before. Uh, the Oklahoma City bombing, like first responder. Yeah, the one that awesome black guy. Yeah, that started he's dead. like like the Big Brothers, Big Sisters over there, like a bunch of youth programs. He he pulled the most bodies out of uh, Oklahoma City bombing, and was the first guy there, and all the stuff. And there's actually like recordings of him. Saying like like that's weird like there's real, a real short interview I got this from Jinx by the way all hail the king a uh, really short interview with him like not even thirty seconds and what they ask him is like so how do you feel about this and he's like and he looks like he if it's if he's not hiding anything he just looks like he might have just been very traumatized but it almost looks like he has stuff in the back of his head and what he says along the lines of like whoever's Whoever could do this to these children and these humans, like they're they're evil. Like you can't you you can't deal with. Like he's like shocked by it. Mm. Yeah. But he's not saying like Timothy McVeigh or in the other corner the CIA or what. Yeah, he's he's like when I was pulling out bodies, I saw these labels made by CIA. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what was the meme I saw earlier today? It showed a big old balloon and it said. Weather balloon or weather balloon, <laughs> not made in China or whatever. But um, anyways, yeah. Oh, it was like it was on that CIA, you know, Happy Waco anniversary. Oh yeah, well, hang on, we'll get to that first in a second. But first, Terrence Yeeke, like the craziest thing about him. Uh, if I didn't, if it's been a while since I go on, gone into detail, he was the first responder, saw the most. Uh, his he later on, like two weeks later, got found hanging in a tree with a bullet wound in his, through his heart with grass and embedded into his skin where he'd been drugged and cuts to his forearms where he tried to defend himself. But it was ruled a suicide. No like, gun was like ever the found. Like Clinton aid that was found. That just happened recently? Like, yeah, yeah. That was found tied to a tree with an extension cord and shotgun wound to the chest and the shotgun 40 feet away. Yeah. Oh, they found it? I thought I read that the firearm disappeared. Oh, maybe it has, but they said originally it was like 40 feet away, and they were like trying to give a big thing. It's like, he must have tied the, his neck to the tree to ensure that it did, and then took the shotgun and extended it with his left hand. I was like, that is the hardest way you could have even tried to commit suicide. And by the way, I know like the nuts and bolts of this, like people could question and be like, oh, how could like someone get away on something this grand of a scale or whatever? I encourage anybody, if you want to see the links and the amazing reach that these federal agencies have, I cannot suggest more uh, Wendigoon's breakdown of the Martin Luther King assassination. Because it goes over what the family of Martin Luther King uncovered when they sued the FBI in the 90s for like, hey, we believe you're responsible for Martin Luther King's death. We're suing you for it for no money. Like they did, I think they want chart went after five dollars to prove it's not about money we just want to hear you say it (laughs) dude and what they say is like by by the time you get halfway through the hour-long thing you're like this is un this is unbelievable one how bold they are and two like how stupidly brazen and un unsophisticated they are in a lot of this but yeah a lot of suicides um what the hell did you just bring up that we were going to get to Oh, I don't even know. We went like, down. We went down a rabbit hole. We were, Pat Tillman was kind of where we veered off from. Oh yeah, friendly fire. No, there was some Oklahoma City bombing. Uh, the suicide. The guy that the Clinton. The Clinton the killed. Suicides. And I was going Terrence Yeeke. Oh, but pretty much, that's what I was gonna say about Yeeke. He was like dead two days later, and uh, his or two weeks later. Oh, Waco. 
That was it. I knew it there was, was just a, burning in the back yeah, of my mind. I, I knew there was something in there. All right, I'm happy you brought this up. So, this is one of like my most delicious, hopeful treats like ever that I've just ever recognized. Crispy treats. Not anymore. Too soon. <laughs> dusty, dusty treats now. Uh, so, for those of you that are, I don't know, haven't heard about this and aren't on the Twitter box, uh, the ATF about 20 years ago or something like that, raided a compound in Waco, Texas with the Branch Davidians, big shootout. When we were growing up, it seemed like it was an open and shut case from the narrative. We were fed that David Koresh was a crazy cultist messing with kids and then they burned themselves alive when the ATF tried to stop them. Except, except for a couple of crazy rednecks out in the sticks that would be like, no, FBI burned them alive. Like would correct you. Like, like it, we mentioned before the show, I'm really scared that all these crazy people that have, like, from the past, that, like, society just kind of like, no, you're crazy. I think they might have probably been right yeah. at this point, and that's terrifying. The old burned-out hippie that was picked, that talked about getting picked up by the CIA and messed with? I'm not saying he was definitely right. I'm saying the possibility of him being right grows more with the day. Yeah, I don't think you can just, like, instantly write those people off as wrong anymore. No, uh, not at all. Uh, but so, anyways, Waco, big incident. Uh, and the ATF one, the, the ATF is the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. They regulate those three things in this country, uh, to the point of, if you don't, I just would assume that'd be like a big store in the South. It'd be great. It should be, Yeah. It, but they suck. They're, they're every country boys, like big fed nightmare. Uh, however, one, not only do these government agencies, feel the need to have a Twitter page, which let's just expound upon that for a moment. It's like a, a governing entity feels the need to have a social media profile to make a presentable face to its populace, to show them a kind and helpful, and I, I shit you not, half of their posts are like about dogs that they train. If we get a follow from the ATF after this, I'm going to scream, I already am, but uh, <laughs> internally all the time. Uh, but the fact that they have this need to appeal to the masses, like it, it's an admittance that there's a reason they need propaganda. You have to keep this populist train that you are the good guys. And that if it wasn't for you, all the bad guys would take over and not that the bad guys already have taken over and are running the place. Like that's the message they can't let get to the masses. So what? So they're like their idea to get to this goal of tricking the masses. Like we will make a Twitter page. It'll be one part of our plan, and they start pumping stuff out. Now here's the thing: once you start having this page, if things don't go according to plan, you can't just get rid of the Twitter page, because then that shows that you lost this battle. So you have to keep this image up that you're squeaky clean, nothing's bad with you. But on this 20th anniversary of Waco, maybe it's 21 years, I don't know, who looks at a calendar nowadays? But the, the on this anniversary of this, they said, like, they make the post, hey, to our six agents that were killed that day, in memoriam of you, blah 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 and blah 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 and so-and-so and... Uh, all heroic and shows their graves or whatever. You see this thing, uh, this federal agency, which I'm sure has hundreds of thousands of followers, uh, maybe, I don't know, tens of thousands, I bet. Uh, you see like 200 likes or something like that, people that support them. You see over 3,000 comments of ranging from you are a terrorist organization to I hope those agents are burning in hell. And uh, I saw one that was like, post the picture of you guys standing in front of the dead bodies. <laughs> yeah, like po- posing with an AR, uh, like literally with children's skeletons in the background, like still smoking. Uh, it's that to me is like, all right, so they, they got this Twitter page that they started that they probably shouldn't have fucking started in the first place just for PR reasons that they have. They can't pull back on it. And the internet just mobs them. The poor just, guy that's like, his job is just to be like the social media editor. Has uh, no, he's just has nothing to do. He's like, he does not want to go into work ever. One, like he either had. So, it, all right, the people that work there, that guy and the people he works around, his working conditions has to be like one of two options. Either one, 
He gives no shits about the ATF and simply does it for the paycheck and is able to do that without caring and goes home. And because of that, that probably has like a uh, nice little butterfly effect of the people around him that he works with, infecting them a little bit with the not caring. Because we've all worked around that person that doesn't give a shit. They drag you down a little bit. Or there's the even better option, that there is this guy who believes all the propaganda, who is on flag-waving team ATF. we got to regulate all the guns as hard as possible. And his job every day is to go with a squirt bottle against a tsunami. Of of like, here's something positive. Burn in hell, fed boy. Just And I'm like, just that's, don't get me wrong. All right, when I'm having a bad day, I might say something a little mean to one of them. But I, I I don't even normally put myself in the hardcore shit poster category, but uh, I, you have no idea how many times like I write something really mean and responsive, and I delete it and never post it for the sole reason that I don't have the energy to continue the argument. Yeah, I want to just be able to like say my little thing and be done and not have to like come back later and reply. A lot of times I check their follower account to see if and this is such a petty thing to do because I don't have like I don't even have over a fucking thousand followers, but I'm like uh, on Twitter. But I'll like be like, uh, oh, you got five hundred? You're not worth my time. Or you got three thousand? I'll get an argument with you. People will see this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll get a megaphone to your ass. Um, but. No, that'd be uncomfortable. Um, but so, yeah, homegirl got arrested for uh, unconstitutional laws. Oh, wait, hang on. I never even finished that thought. Cops that are, I mean, it's kind of libertarianism one-on-one. Cops that are enforcing gun control is, in fact, breaking their oath to the Constitution. If you are a constitutionalist, so you claim, encouraging any kind of federal, at, at least federal gun control, it's clearly anti-constitutional on a federal level. Uh, on a state level, now, if you're, you know, back when they made the Constitution, I mean, they can arrest you in New Jersey for being a Quaker or a not a Quaker. Can't remember which way it went. So it's like, if you're following your state's rules on guns, here's the tricky part, conservative libertarians. That's technically constitutional. If Illinois says no guns... I, I believe legally how I've interpreted the constitution from its like original federalist and anti-federalist papers, like that's kind of okay. However, it really goes against the spirit of like, they're like, everybody needs guns and needs to be armed. Um, Cause whereas Congress can like the example I heard for this is whereas Congress can make no laws against or, st- or in support of a religion. It's like they can't do the same thing with firearms, supposedly. Guns are my religion. <laughs> Both. However, like at the time that was written and after the Constitution, no one really challenged it. It was like to go to a different state and be a different, like they could outlaw your religion in their state. So it's like, yes, the federal Congress is making no laws against religion, but the state assembly can. But they just, through over the course of time, worked their way out of it and quit burning all them non-witches. Maybe we messed up earlier than the 18th Amendment. You think you think we went we were wrong at the Salem witch trials? <laughs> maybe that maybe, maybe they shouldn't have realized their mistake. Just, ah, keep trying it. Let's see how it works out. Um so yeah, that uh I don't know how that all spun out of a wrestler being arrested, but we'll be back in one minute. I need more coffee and uh see all cowboys, cowgirls in one minute. We're back. Um I'm slightly retarded. Surprise, surprise. I thought we'd been like chatting for 30 minutes. Turns out it's been like 58. So you're welcome, everybody. I'm getting into some more shit before I actually take a break and go home. Cause it's late. It's 11, man. I got a 30 minute drive home. Um, Ooh, something interesting happened locally. Um, so pretty much we live like an hour from the Gulf coast. And when I was little, the coastal cities like uh, in Florida, I don't know. I'm going to do it like driving time. Like you would drive like probably third from our, from our house. It'd be like 25 minutes in the middle of cities. And then it'd be like 45 minutes or for what, 35 minutes to make it home through country and back roads and stuff like that. Over the course of our lifetime, it's grown to be like 
20 minutes of driving in the country, 25 minutes to 45 of driving through 35, driving through the city. What the hell ever. I'm bad at math on the fly. I hate it. Yep. Uh, so <clears throat> I go to get our small engines worked on at this place in Mayaka, my homeland. Uh, and it's still like a good little bit in the country. And I'm talking to the, to the really nice redneck fellow that works there, lives there. And uh, <clears throat> he, he tells me about how the city of Bradenton, Manatee County, Lakewood Ranch, is expanding eastern. And he said, It's got nowhere else to go. Yeah. And he, he tells me the amount of land it's swallowing up. And I don't know how many square miles or anything like that. It's a lot. It's a lot, lot. Like, it's in between two state roads, and it covers a shitload of land, all the way to what we call Wachula Road. And I go, and I tell the guy... Now, my, my libertarian autism kicks in immediately, my property rights. And I go, oh, so like what? The development company must have, I know there's a bunch of different farmers and stuff like that. And he goes, oh, yeah, there's an elephant sanctuary. There's a, there's a, uh, not zebras, not horses, zorses. There's a zorse farm out there, which is zebras and horses mixed together. I hope that's what Zorro rides. It'd be cool. I'm still been thinking about Mexican Blade. And I think we can make that a series. The Blade, the Vampire Hunter, but make a Mexican. If we're race swapping everything, make it interesting. It's, I like I said before, it's Mexican right. Switchblade. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I like it. But anyways, Mayaka. So uh, I, this guy's telling me all this. And I go, man, they must have been offered like top dollar to sell out, like to all these different property owners selling out like one development company. <laughs> the old farmer like chuckles. He goes, ah, I didn't have to buy nobody out. Eminent domain. Uh, I, I looked at it. I my autistic brain already knows what the hell it is. But uh, I, yeah, he goes, yep. The pretty much the development company has gotten the city council of this county to all agree that for the greater good of the county and probably the tax burden, uh, they're gonna agree to take this land from all of the landowners across the board. The county will take it, pay them the current market price, and not a dime more, and uh, then we'll sell it to the company. That has, like, I am speculating, has probably done favors or greased certain wheels for the county council that uh, is making this happen. Oh, you know, they're all in the pocket. And, like, dude, look, I, I love nature, and I, the older I get, the more I appreciate being raised out in it and being around it. I actually didn't like it as a kid. I wanted to go inside where the air conditioning was, and it felt good. But now I'm older, I really love it. But I've even come to grips with the fact that one day this might all get developed and turned into houses. And you know what? If by parcel by parcel, farmers sell out, but they get paid good enough for it, and it's on their own volition, and no one's making them do it, that's the way of the world, man. You know, everything moves on. The nature will take it back one day. Right now, we're borrowing it. Uh, when a government comes in, whether it's because everyone voted for it or because a corporation pressured them into it and legally takes it from people, I'm like, dude, how have we been conditioned to not see this for what it is? It's the mafia. This is the same thing as the mafia going, we're going to take your land. We're going to give you a nice little payment for it. But uh, this is it, ours now. This is an offer you can't refuse. Look, if you try, we'll send our goons with badges after you, and they will make you leave. And it's like our founding fathers would have started some shit. Actually, they were okay with eminent domain, but for like roads, like, yeah, or a railroad, or yeah. things like not even railroads. Rail, rail, railroads didn't yeah. exist yet, but that's like when I remember in school. That's what it's talking about. Like, yeah, for like an interstate or a railroad, and it's like, and my mind was like. Oh, it's not terrible. I mean, yeah, it's like having, but you still have your property on both sides. And, it would just run through them. And you know, I can't remember any specifics off the top of my head, but before kind of the railroads got a ton of money and figured out lobbying. Well, that's if you buy all four. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, before they figured out the board game. Uh, but no, like they actually, and uh, when they were competing with each other and they hadn't really figured out how to lobby congressmen yet, they were still trying to play towns and stuff. But they would actually offer. They would be like, all right, if we got to make this rail line, like there'd be a lot of extra curves and stuff, but it's like, we're going to make this work because we're going to buy the cheapest land we can and make a best offer to the landowner. Because they had competition. There'd be other rail lines that would move in and do it. Then the trust buster, Teddy Roosevelt, came in and said, we're going to straighten out all this lobbying. And there are 
We're going to get rid of these bad unions, but keep the good union. Or, my bad, not you. Get rid of these bad trusts, is what he called them, and keep the good trusts that work in good faith or do what the government wants them to do. I think Teddy gets a lot of crap. And From I, me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, for, and for just reasons, but I truthfully think he thought he was doing a good thing and just didn't have the foresight for, for most of it. I love how Dan Carlin put it one time. <clears throat> he was my favorite president as a 12-year-old. Because as a 12-year-old, he is the perfect president. He went to war. He got a cowboy and an Indian and, like, everything short of a damn feudal Japan samurai. Got them together in a burying man of heroes. Went to Cuba. Fought, like, when you think just all the... Shot every animal for the Smithsonian. Took mercy on a teddy bear. Uh, all, all that stuff. Took a bullet in the chest. He kept giving a speech. Yeah. Uh, bad son of a bitch. But he... Uh, yeah, then you just look at some of his beliefs and legality. I just don't, like a lot of people, and like myself a good chunk of the time, probably just didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Yeah. He was like, yeah, oh, let's make it work. Yeah, yeah, we'll do this, we'll make that, and then... I'll start a podcast, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, all that. Um, guys, we had more stuff to get to, but it's 11 o'clock, and my ass has to get up in the morning and put tires on a sprayer. This has been fun, Jabbing. We'll see y'all next time. Please like, subscribe, uh, YouTube, Rumble, RSS feed, Spotify... Find us at the Bandit Radio Hour. Just Google us. Yep, you'll find us. Um, Thanks, y'all. See y'all next time. Bandit out.